What up, what up, what up, what up? This is She Gets It Podcast. My name is Shan. This is a podcast where we talk about everything without limitations because everything needs to be talked about. All the things you do, all the things you know. What up, though? Let's go. My mom calls me a Jamaican. What is that? Like, seriously. Jennifer, what is that? I guess she thinks it's me. Hmm. What is a Jamaican? Um, what does it mean? Uh, why does it matter where your parents are from? How did you grow up differently from anybody else uh, in the U.S. because of where your parents is from? How did your family differ from quote-unquote African-American families? All of that is what I'm about to explain (laughs) because I grew up so confused at the beginning about why my family acted a certain way, why they did things a certain way, why they spoke a certain way. And I'm just like, but we kind of look like everybody else, but we do things a little differently. We add a bit more seasonings on things. We get really shady after we eat um, to the point where weapons are drawn. Um we treat each other sometimes like strangers on the street like that type thing Mm -hmm. so um a jamaican according to my mother um is someone like me who was born in the united states i was born in philadelphia delaware county um in 87 Uh uh-huh yeah i said it and um both of my parents are born and raised in jamaica different parts of jamaica but jamaica um and i'm talking about the actual you know island um not jamaica queens new york no like jamaica so (laughs) i mean uh that's what she says I am. Is there an actual uh, definition for that in Webster's? I doubt it. But that's how she can best explain it. Um, I didn't like grow up with all American uh, points of views in my household. It's, it's kind of like both of your parents are from somewhere completely different. And everything that you do, they're barely impressed because they know how hard they had to do um, things in order to get half of what an American child has. So, for instance, um, my father came to the U.S. um, a long time ago with just $100 on him. And he made himself... Um, a life. He made himself um, an entrepreneur. He started 
his business. He got his house. He got his cars. Like, you know, he was just like, he had a plan and he did it. My mom came here. I can't remember what year my mom came um, to the U.S., but she went to Canada first and she was working for um, a Jewish doctor. Uh, of course, most, um, most Jamaican women either work as a caregiver for wealthy white counterparts or they either are a nurse taking care of someone's household or their kids. And it's so funny because after I um after I went to high school, all the Jamaican older ladies in Philly when I went to go visit my family were trying to encourage me to go to school for nursing. Like, I swear to you, West Indians, um, the older versions of them, swear to you that there's nothing else in life to do but to take care of another human being. Whether they're young or they're old, and that's how you're going to make your living. <clears throat> I'm going against the grain, and that is not true. So, no, I didn't go to the school for nursing, and they looked at me like I was crazy. But anyway, that's a whole nother thing. Um, my mom uh, finally eventually came to the U.S., lived with family, um, whatever, met my dad. Uh, they got married in 91, um, a few years after I was born. And they lived in Philadelphia, West Philly on cedar avenue that big house on the corner i think it's 5759 i think is the address gonna remember that thing um and had an unhappy marriage for a lot of years <clears throat> but for the most part my mom was very self-efficient she uh my dad uh you know, had his own businesses. He was a barber. He owned his barber shop. Uh, he flipped houses, uh, landlord type things, but always kept like the ball rolling when it comes to like income. My mom most of the time stayed home. Uh, she cooked everybody in the house. Um, she had five of us. Um, three of my older brothers were primarily in Jamaica, raised by my um, grandmother and my aunts. Um, eventually, she convinced my dad to send for them from Jamaica and have them come to the U.S. Uh, there was agreement between them. Um, I'm the only one that, uh, you know, my father... I'm, I'm the only one that's his kid. Um, and then uh, I have a younger brother who was born in the U.S., Nathan. Um, his father lives in Florida. And my mom now is supposed to be getting married to him. So, you know, things happen. So <clears throat> let's get back on track. So, um... Yeah, so my mom was very self-efficient, stayed home. She was a seamstress 
Uh, she did upholstery, wedding dresses. She made hats for the church ladies. Um, she did alterations. She made anything from any fabric that she wanted to. Very self-efficient. She knew how to fix lots of things. Um, she uh, took care of kids. She, um, what else did my mom do? My mom was a great cook. Um, well, she is a great cook. But, you know, because we don't live near, I can't really eat her food like that anymore. Um, she was just, like, a superhero when I was younger. Like, I'm just like, how does she know all the answers to stuff? How does she um, stay up so late with us and do projects for school and then wake up early in the morning and cook breakfast for everybody? How does she always make a way? That was my mom. So, um... You know, in the house, some nights my dad would bring home a whole animal and put on the table and just cut pieces off of the animal of what he wanted to, you know, uh, skin and cook. And because the mentality of a parent that's from another country is it's food. You kill it, you skin it, you gut it, you eat it. That's their mentality. Like, that is, like, not crazy to do. So, I remember my dad used to eat, um, like, goat tongue. He used to, uh, my mom makes goat soup, rabbit soup. And I'm just like, dog, I'm not eating that. Like, there's some things that my parents ate that I'm not eating. Um, uh, my mom makes, um, chicken foot soup. Yuck. I don't want to see any chicken feet in my bowl. Nothing. Mm -mm, I'm not eating it. But as far as like having like 30 plus spices in the kitchen, regular. Having fresh thyme in a brown bag, regular. Having a hard old bread that's not pre-cut with no slices, regular. Um, having hella fruit on the table and in the basket and overflowing, uh, regular in a Caribbean household. Um... What else was regular? Cooking on top of leftovers, on top of leftovers. Having a fridge full of food, regular. Using um, containers that should not be reused, like the butter empty container has food in it, regular. Saving cups and stuff from initial restaurants in the fridge, regular. Um, that was my house, you know talking and patois sometimes if they were upset um yelling um sounding super abrasive regular uh sundays that dinner started saturday night you soak in the peas in the pot for sunday dinner um the oxtails are being seasoned the night before sitting in the morning you're cooking in them partially on top of the stove and then you're putting it in the oven and you're constantly checking it constantly checking it. when i tell you the ugliest pot in a caribbean household makes the best food okay if you go into somebody's kitchen that's claiming they are a great cook if they ain't got no ugly pots they're not cooking nothing okay they're not cooking anything what else um i don't know i think uh, my family's a little on the edge of crazy. 
just because, you know, they lived without a lot of necessities in um, Kingston, Jamaica versus me being in the United States and having a lot of access to certain things. My mom uh, didn't drive, but I remember her always taking me and my brother to doctor's appointments, whether we had to use a trolley in Philly or the train or a cab. My dad, when he went to work, was 7 a.m. When he came home was, I think, 6 or 7 o'clock. Sundays, sometimes um, he would go to church to my mom's church. Sometimes we go to separate churches. Remember, my dad always dropped um, my mom off first. Sometimes I would go with her, and sometimes I would go with him. With him, and then he would come back and pick us up, drive near the house, drop my mom off so she could get started on dinner, go play his lottery, take me and my youngest brother to go play his lottery, play his numbers, and come back to the house. And that was a Sunday. Every Sunday was exactly the same. Um, in Jamaica, my mom would send me and my brother to Jamaica. And I just remember hating it because I was really, like, badly allergic to the mosquitoes. And I don't know what it is, but I would get really sick and I could never enjoy myself. Um, and then because there was so many people at the house in Jamaica that... Some people will be like in the in the shower in the house, in the bathroom. You can't get the bathroom. So as far as like the kids, they opt to bathe us outside in like these deep dark barrels. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in nothing that has water in it where I can't see through it or see through the bottom. That shit was scary. I remember that to this day, and I am thirty one years old. Okay, they would bathe us outside in barrels. A whole lot of us, if you were kids, they bathed us outside in barrels. Beside the house was like this big, like, gully. Um, which is like basically a big ditch that had like a bridge going over it where you would go around this big wall and go to um, a school for younger kids. And in the ditch was hella goats. In the ditch, sometimes when it rained really bad, it would just get really high. But for the most part, there's a whole bunch of goats in there. In the front yard, I want to say my uncle had about 26 dogs in, like, different um, handmade cages. Uh, there were birds there. What else was there? There was chickens there. And um, my grandfather was building the house still, adding on. So some of it was finished. Some of it wasn't. The kitchen was kind of like partially inside where you would prepare the food but where you would cook the food was like a shed kind of towards the back of the house i hated it i'm just like dog why are we in a house that's not quite finished but that was how my family in jamaica grew up so now um well even when i was younger my family always looked at me and my youngest brother and my other cousins that were born and raised in the U.S. as Yankee. They would call me Yankee. Not Yankee meaning, hey, you from New York, but Yankee meaning you from a different country, don't know nothing about how living is in Jamaica, and you just basically have everything you need and you can't say shit. 
this is how they would look at us. So, I mean, my family in Jamaica, they have a lot more pride in what they have and what they do because what they had, they had to build it with their hands. When they cook, they use their hands to cook. When they picked their seasonings, they went to the side yard and picked their seasonings. If they wanted a chicken to cook, they went outside and they took a chicken and they killed it. If they wanted a goat to cook, they went to the side of the gully, pick up a goat, hang them up, gut it, kill it, um, skin it, get it in the uh, kitchen, season it up, uh, cook it, and that's what everybody ate. Like That was the type of life it was being in Jamaica and I don't know I think you're more grateful when you see how hard it is to have what you have versus being in the United States all you need is to have the money you go to a store you buy it over the counter you clean it you put it in a pot and you cook it and it's done of course it's a different level of appreciation I get it you know, but even my mother's, I know more so about my mother's parents than I do my dad's. So my mother's parents, they were both like serious churchgoers. Um, my aunts and uncles, even now that live in the United States, their accent is thick. You would think that they came from Jamaica yesterday. I don't know how. My mom's accent really only comes out when she's talking to one of them or she's upset. You're, you'll rarely hear me have any form of an accent. Unless I'm talking to one of my aunts or my uncles where their accent is really thick. When somebody um, Jamaican is talking to someone in a store, I can always pick it up. Uh, and when I'm talk, I catch myself sometimes when I'm talking to my kids, I might say something a little bit faster, but it's still English. And when Jamaicans speak, it is English. It's just quote-unquote broken English, meaning they just say things a little bit shorter, a little bit faster than usual. So don't be cut off guard about it. It's still English. Um, some of their words just mean different things, and it de really depends on how things are said. Relatives um, born and partially raised in Jamaica call anywhere in the U.S. foreign. Are you from foreign? They just mean you from somewhere that ain't here. Um, what else can I say? Jamaicans, uh, stereotype-wise, yes, they do multiple things or can do multiple things. Um, I have cousins where I've never known them to have a 9 to 5 regular job here in the U.S. They either um, babysit kids, uh, do nursing type things under the table, or they do hair for a living and that's how they make their money. Um, Jamaicans do keep multiple forms of income. We just natural grinders like that. Like even me... No, I wasn't born and raised in Jamaica. My parents were, but I've had at least three consistent jobs going at the same time since I was 16. Like, I don't know what it is. I just feel like it's better to have more options than to go ahead and put everything in one bucket. So, 
if I'm not working, like right now, I'm not working three jobs, but I'm a mother when I'm not at a nine to, like a nine to five. I work a nine to five. Yes, it has great benefits, pays hourly and is commission, but at the same time, it's not like a career thing as of yet. Um, and I still do my own creative things on the side for income. So I guess it is like I'm still doing three things, but <laughs> it's just a different level of three things. Um, a little about my family. Again, I know more about my mom's side than my dad's side, but my mom, you know, multiple things they can do. My mom was a seamstress. She made hats. She did upholstery. She made wedding dresses. She made all those crazy like church lady hats. My mom was like that lady to go to in, in Philly. Um, she took care of kids um, to make money. She was an excellent cook. She was very creative. I love having my mom for like school projects. My dad was a business owner, a barber. He owned his own barber shop. Um, he bought property and flipped property. Uh, my mom's dad was a carpenter. He built most of the um, furniture, <clears throat> built a house in Jamaica. Um, my mom's mother sang in the choir, raised 13 plus kids. And I say 13 plus kids because the 13 kids were hers. But the other kids in the neighborhood in Jamaica, she raised them too. She also came to the U.S. She was living with my aunt in Philly before she passed away, her and my grandfather. Um, What else can I say? I just feel like for me to be called a Jamaican by my mother is kind of like there are way more women and men here whose parents are from the West Indies and maybe society may say, oh, you're Jamaican or you from Trinidad. I'm not necessarily from Jamaica. My parents are. My upbringing was very Jamaican-like, but I still, I'm, a, I'm still an American, but it's kind of like when people give me that like title of African-American, it's kind of like... Well, what does that mean? Does that mean just because my skin tone is brown that I must be African primarily is what you're saying? Or you're saying, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about my complexion? So that's why I have to be labeled African-American. Are you just saying we don't know? So we're just going to assume. So that to me is always like, hmm. I don't really, like, take that title. I don't really take the title of being, <clears throat> quote-unquote, black. Because I don't feel like that really says to me where my family is from. That really doesn't describe to you what my upbringing was. It's just very general and very basic. I feel like the word black is everything. Like, there are people who are, quote-unquote, black... And their complexion wouldn't tell you that. Um, their upbringing wouldn't tell you that. But if you asked them and they were knowledgeable about who they were, they probably would tell you. So I, I just really don't feel like 
seeing black as a race in the u.s on any form of document tells you anything um it's just very generalizing and it's like excusable like oh you're black get up go over there like i don't like that so um i'm not saying i don't I'm not, I'm not saying I hate the description of someone saying you're black. I'm just saying nobody wants to dissect what being quote-unquote black is. Quote-unquote being black is basically everything. Because there's so many cultures that fall under that bracket of being black. So I don't... I don't mark it on any document because if you really want to know who I am, how to how did I become who I am, then you got to ask me, but as far as race, I'm in not I'm not in no race with nobody but myself. As far as culture, I was raised you know in a Jamaican type culture, like it wasn't you know a southern American black culture where I'm just eating primarily American foods like come on now like I was eating goat chicken um uh, liver which I hated don't don't let's not go there aki and sawfish in the morning um kalaloo uh Sunday's dinners were 27 dish dishes on the table like pick something, eat something. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I really don't get in the definitions of what um, America likes to place on people based upon their skin tone. I don't get into that. Uh, for my children, it's up to me to teach them about my family and my culture so they know who they are. Because if we really want to get down to it, my great-grandfather was Irish, okay? My great-grandmother um, was Jamaican on my grandfather's side. But then on my grandmother's side, for my mom, she had a Jewish mother. And I can't remember what her father was. So now, generations, generations later... I have two young girls um, that I'm the mother of and people look at them and say, oh, their father must be white. Um, no, no, their father isn't white, but at the same time, they have different features and their hair is a different texture than my hair and they just look a different way and people don't understand that genetics that may have happened six generations ago can come out in your kids today so my family right now is very diverse i'm talking we have family that's from trinidad we have family that's you know puerto rican we have dominican we have korean we have chinese we have white we have quote-unquote african-american we have Jamaican still it's just it's just so diverse that when it comes to like race and the question what are you it doesn't matter 
it doesn't matter to completely own where you fall in a box to me. But I do want my kids to be able to identify that, hey, my family comes from this type of background and in my house we, you know, set aside Sundays for resting, for, you know, you know, being closer together, for no TV, for uh good food, for good vibes, for good discussions, for hanging out with um cousins and aunts and uncles, you know. When it comes to work ethic, we are really like, hey, be on top of your business. When it comes to uh, doing good in school, we want you to do your best in school. Like Caribbean households don't come doing anything half-assed because they're going to get up all in that ass. I promise you. My mom wasn't really big on um, discipline because... She was one of 13, and in her house with her parents in Jamaica, one person does something dumb and stupid and gets in trouble, everybody gets in trouble. So when she became an adult and she had her own kids, my mom didn't discipline any of us. So me being the youngest in the house and me being the only girl, of course I'm going to defend myself. So now it's kind of like I can't take any shit from anybody because I grew up where I had to defend myself all the time. It was like, you in this house fighting for your life. You in this house fighting for your respect. Make it do what it do. And that was my household. That's how I grew up. So I think now that I have two girls, I think it's very hilarious. Because now I have to be all, you know, with patience. And I have to be gentle. And I can't mush anybody. And I can't um, say things a certain way because people get all sensitive. It's exhausting. But at the same time, I think it's very important if you come from a diverse background and your family is from a different country for you to um, understand it, talk to your kids about it, be open about it, answer questions, and um, talk to the older people in your family to learn more about your own background i mean this genetic testing is cool and everything but ain't nothing better than stories of experience and stories of people you're related to and you can find the best facts when you talk to people like that so i guess i'll go ahead and take the jamaican title is it on any documents no um West Indian, that's even more so vague because you still have to ask them, well, what country? Um, but I love the fact that my family is diverse. I love the fact that, you know, we're all type of beautiful skin tones of brown and dark skin tones and light skin tones. I, I love that our hair is completely different. I love the fact that we talk a different way. I love the fact that we eat different foods. And it all tastes delicious. Okay? But that's me. I know a lot of y'all, you know, come from a different background too. You're not just, you know, this word, this color, race that you're trying to put on you. You're more than that. So know where you're from. Figure it out. And 
just love it. Just embrace it. And uh, talk to your parents. And if your parents, parents is around, talk to them too. And share it with um, the youth. Share it with uh, your kids because when they're gone, they're gone. And ain't nothing like hearing a good story. <laughs> My mission. Deuces. Ooh, I said what I said. Bye.